Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 100 of All Booked Up, the Buffalo and Erie County Public Libraries podcast about books, movies, and all things pop culture. I am your host, Michelle Snyder. And I am Jacob Maracle. And I'm tired, Jacob. I would. It's early 100? One, I know. Who now I know for a fact that I've hung out with you at least 100 times. I, aren't you excited about it? I mean, it's changed I'm, your life completely. I'm demented for it. So today for our 100th episode, we assumed that everybody was super tired of hearing our voices. So we will have some guests True. today, starting with a repeat guest, Mr. Andrew Means. Hey, everyone. Yay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you, are you jazzed to be here? I am. It's going to be super fun. Well, That's I, a lot of applause. You know, I can't help but... Oh, I wish... I wish it would stop. I love, how, I love how much the studio audience absolutely loves Andrew. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that's the biggest applause we've gotten yet. I think so. Yeah, so thanks for being here on our, our 100th day where we have donuts and water. There's a sash involved. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, how did you get a water? I didn't buy you a water, Jacob. I well, bought it for the guests. Well, I'm technically a guest. No, you're not. I'm now you a, stole the, the final guest's water. I'm here every week. Oh, man. <laughs> the final is... guest will bring his own water. All right. I can guarantee it. So it was nice. I showed up this morning, and at my desk, there were presents. There was a cake and this beautiful sash that I'm wearing that says 100 and fabulous. I'm Wait. amazed that they make podcast celebration sashes. That's obviously what it is. It's very it's very specific. It, well, at least you get to wear it twice in your life. Think about it that way. Oh, wow. That's Good something. Call. So, Andrew... We want to give you an extra special thanks for being here because how many, just this is a general question, how many days in a row have you worked? Twelve. Twelve days in a row. Yeah. So this is technically, this is your first day off. It is. It and is. you're here at 730 in the morning. Wow. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you yeah, know, yeah. That, that's love right there. It's dedication. How, how that it's love. Yeah, I should mention Andrew is my husband and really didn't have an option in this. <laughs> But we, we, we appreciate it. He woke um, up with a, just a pillow right in the face and it's like, come on, you're coming on the show today. I mean, he's a, I'd say you're about a 50% fan of the show, yeah? I love the show. It's great. You guys do an amazing job. He tortured me one time. We were staining our fence in the yard and he was listening to it on his phone, but not with headphones, just like out loud. And I had to hear it. And I was like, can you stop before I die? That sounds terrible. I had to hear all of us. I had to relive it. No. It was like post-traumatic stress inducing I, I get like stressed when i have to hear my own voice like if we're doing like repeats or re-listens or something like that I'm i don't always, believe like, that for one second right you love your voice you know oh, it's hard it. enough for me right now just hearing it in the headphones hearing jacobs or <laughs> no hearing me oh yeah i know it's a terrible I think thing it's going to sound 50 times different when you have to listen to it um later on mm-hmm. that's going to be pretty fun but it's a celebration so we want to have people on to talk about things I mean, everyone has their own loves and interests, so we want to know some, I don't know, movies, TV shows, books. What are things that our listeners maybe are missing out on? And I want you to talk so that I can shove this donut in my mouth. That's okay. that's the only thing I want. Wow. Uh, movies, TVs, books, where to start. Yeah, um, like whatever you feel like um, chatting about. Like, what are you watching or what are you reading I would right say, now? why don't you start with a show that you never stop talking about oh, at home? Oh, Ozark. Ozark. Oh, I yeah. love Ozark. I'm, I've been waiting for season three for the past year. He talks so about much. Ozark so much. Well, it's it's a great, so much Ozark. It's a great show. That's oh, you why. watch it too? I oh, do. It's actually great. coming back soon. Is um, it? I it, haven't heard anything about season three. Yeah, they just uh, dropped the trailer at um, E3 and stuff, so they're going to be getting ready to put that out in like a month or two. So. Oh, See, that's what's awesome. fascinating about your love of Ozark is your inherent dislike of Laura Linney, and you've really worked oh, past that. I, I really, really have. Good I didn't like her at all, but now I really 
I have a new appreciation for her. I mean, Jason Bateman's cute. He is, and I didn't really think anything of him one way or the other. This is one of the few shows in our life that we do not watch together. Yeah, Jacob's now one of two people I know that watch it. Well, everybody (laughs) thinks it looks terrible because it's got Jason Bateman, and I try to tell him, like, it's actually really good. Yeah. We, um, (laughs) Andrew would literally, every time we'd go anywhere, he would, like, ask people. We'd be at parties. We'd go out to dinner with people. He'd be like, anybody watch Ozark? Anybody want to talk about Ozark? And no one did. And he's like, I want to talk about Ozark. (laughs) So finally, we actually, uh, won't get into the whole thing, but we were with this person that we did not like, and Andrew especially did not like. And something came up about Ozark, and that dude's like, oh, my God, I love that show. I just want to talk about it. Andrew's Andrew's face was just, he was like, yeah, I guess that show's okay. I don't know. And I was like, oh, okay. He's like, never heard about it. Never heard of it. Not interested in talking about it. It it is pretty awesome. Although I will notice, if he hates Laura Linney and I hate Laura Dern, there's a lot of Laura hate going on. There's a bromance just right before my eyes. I kind of see the same way. Laura Linney, you know what? She kind of reminds me of like if a ghost had flesh. That's kind of how I look at her face. It's like com- any human? No, she's like completely non-expressive. Like it's Casper the ghost basically looking at Laura Linney. I'd also like to point out we have another guest who doesn't have a microphone yet until it's her turn. But Don, I'm really enjoying watching you laugh. <laughs> she's real cute. Um, okay, Ozark. So I don't think we have the DVDs at the library yet. What? I think it's just because it's streaming. Yeah, it's a Netflix That deal. means that they haven't been released yet. Easy. If they are, we, then we have them. Okay. If not, that's the reason why. What else? Uh, I just finished Evil Genius last night, uh, which was about the 2003 pizza bomber, the guy who was supposedly kidnapped, and uh, some people strapped a bomb around his neck and made him rob a bank. This is another oh. Netflix show? Yeah. A, As, why um, was he called the pizza bomber? He was a pizza delivery guy. Because he loved pizza. <laughs> I thought they were like, he was like When you're a bomber, up. they always choose whatever you love. I'd Ex- be the cat bomber. <laughs> <laughs> He's standing there like winking at people like, give me the spicy pepperoni. Um, as a librarian here, Andrew, for how many years? 20. Oh. How Oof. old are you? I've been deceived. Maybe you could mention something that people could then check out from the library. <laughs> Anything that's not on Netflix for this library. Very related podcast. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> you can read the making of book. I've probably got one of those hanging around. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, what about what about okay that book that you said everybody has to read that you talked about a lot when you read it and I didn't read it. It was about trees. Oh, bark skinners. Oh, what oh is it? Bark skinners. Okay, who's by that? Annie Pruel. Okay, tell us about that. It Art is her skinners. most recent book, and it is huge and epic and beautiful and sad and violent. What and is she most famous for? I can't. She's think. most famous for the Shipping News. Okay. Well, no, she's most famous for Brokeback Mountain. Okay, that's which her. was a short story in the New Yorker. Well, turned into an amazing movie. Yes. So she's won Pulitzer Prize. She's won the Penn Faulkner Award. She's won Academy Awards. Um, wow. So she's huge, but you don't hear people talking about her right, all the time. Right. Right. She's one of those people that you hear. People will say, oh, yeah, I really wanted to read her, but. Anne Prowl's name just sort of sounds like a book that, like, your parents would read. That's probably why people it, don't read her. What does that even mean? No, it's just a I, name. I know what he means. She's got, like, it, an old person, like James Patterson, like, I don't want to Don, read Don, I can't book. wait. Tom you Clancy, need to get on no. soon because I need another woman over here because I don't know what <laughs> these jokers are talking she, about. She's written a lot of nonfiction, too, about cider making. 
Oh my God. You, you, did you hear that, Michelle? <laughs> Cider making. You just make fun of me for lady writing books nobody wants to read. Who, so the, li- the Central Library has a book club we mentioned last week called Literally Speaking, where we pick books and people come in and they've read them and, and we discuss them. So every year we have to sit down. Again? I'm totally bringing it up. And we have to pick... Um, you know, books for each month. And for like the last 10 years, Andrew would come in and suggest the book Cod. It's excellent. Which is about this seems a little fishy Cod. To me. Oh, Jacob, just <laughs> Thank you. not on the 100th. Where's our applause line now? No, it's I deleted it for that. <laughs> um, so finally, after 10 years, we're like, all right, let's pick Cod. And then we all had to read a book about Codfish. And I will say, it turns out they're very important. <laughs> But then you still don't care about them at all. Did somebody walk in and was like, this book stinks. <laughs> that was me. It was his <laughs> wife that walked in. Just winks at the camera visibly. I mean, it, it was it was okay. But so Andrew has an eclectic taste I in do. books, I would I say. Do. He's, I not, really oh, he's hard, not reading what everybody else is reading. I have a really hard time recommending books to people. I can't wait. Because my next favorite, uh, Tom Franklin, but he's another super weirdo. What's a book you'd recommend by him? Hell at the Breach, probably. Hell at the Breach? Ooh, yeah. I like I like that title. What's that about? Yeah. It's like a Civil War, Western-y mm-hmm. type now, thing. Now you're talking mm. my language, man. There's about to be some murder in that book. Your language is like fantasy and anything with royals, I feel. Anything well, with yeah. the, but they, they murder War of the, the Roses. They murder the heck out of people with, in those books, man. It's oh. all really over do. the place. They That's really, all you really require. Do. Okay. And lastly... David Bradley, who's only written two books. We only have one of them. Where's uh, the other one at? We don't own it. We never got it, as far as I know. Jeez, Michelle. Why wouldn't you just ask a librarian yeah. to buy it who maybe buys books? Yeah, if only wink, there was wink. somebody. <laughs> since it, since if only you had an inside line to someone. It's been out of print. Um, it's out of print. So. Oh, okay. His first book was South Street, about South Street in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. We don't have that. It's always in our library loan. Is it always sunny on South Street? No, no, it's real dark on South Street. It's a real dark in all of Philly. So most of your recommendations are either streaming on Netflix or out of print. No, and then the next. Uh, <laughs> You're a good guest choice. <laughs> uh, Cheneysville Incident by David Bradley, another Penn Faulkner Award. Amazing story about a guy discovering his family's past based on a true incident okay. of a mass grave of slaves discovered mm. in... Uh, Beach read, so it's yes. a beach read. Oh yeah, it, it's a real light beach read. That's so uplifting stuff. Right can you there. give a, what's the best movie you've seen lately? Look at it, look at it spinning. It's going. I can see there's a little uh, oh, no. the loading dots. There's going pressure. Up there. there's so you must be pressure. stressed. You haven't even finished your donut. I haven't even <laughs> touched my donut. <laughs> I mean, it's probably something we've watched together. Uh, it's got to be like watched? a best picture now. I mean, if you say Harmony Cormine, I'm gonna punch you in the face right now. So. He, See, I, he doesn't hate Harmony, but I don't. He should. Yeah, he I loves should. kids. He has like a special spot in his heart for the film Kids, which I'm not recommending that anyone uh, listening no. go watch that movie no. at all. I don't recommend that either, but I do watch it like twice a year. You watch kids twice a year? I do. Is something new happen? Some, like a new character? <laughs> okay, that's eight? actually good. Talk about some of the terrible movies you love that I will never watch with you because I feel like Jacob is also of that world. Yeah, well, for sure. I would what's throw that kids stu- at the top. What's that, that stupid movie you made me watch? And the guy like 
maybe he came from the future, but he's like a ninja. He fought someone in like a parking okay. garage. Okay, it's Highlander, oh. and he came from the past. <laughs> what did you? Oh my God! You exactly. Just exactly. exactly. It's one of my favorite movies. And I you're knew like, this was came good. from the future, and oh my God, <laughs> there can be dog. only one. If anything, he came from the past. Exactly. You literally got it completely wrong. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got the ninja man who fought someone with tight not, jeans no. in a parking garage. He's, no. he's not a ninja just because he's a guy from Scotland with a f- hard French accent. That's <laughs> yeah, Most yeah. best ninjas are from Scotland. I can right. see my mistake. And this is also his mentor. Mo- oh, go ahead. Who was played by Sean Connery, playing an Egyptian in this movie oh. from Spain? Very important to remember. <laughs> what? This is the stuff that that Andrew Uh, was trying to put on all the time. uh, Oh, my goodness. I can't remember. I think that's fine. Raul? It's something with an R. He's Egyptian, but he's got a Spanish name, and he's Sean Connery, who doesn't even try to cover up his accent. It's great. Ramirez, that's what it is. Ramirez. Yeah, it is It's not like a, what was that movie, Short Circuit, with the robot, where that guy, like, Pretended to be Indian and they like painted him oh, dark. Oh boy, Fisher Stevens. Yeah, did they that do was that? No. Like in that? No, they don't do that. That's they, really they, tasteless. Actually, they kind of did a little bit. They they bronzed him up a little bit. If he, they made him Egyptian, I'm sure they did. This is a very this is a very confused Highlander time for is people. Fabulous, man. I, I'm I'm shocked you yeah. don't like it, Michelle. It seems like I feel like exactly. I was surprised she'd never seen it before. All right, all right. I I don't enjoy it, but I feel like if I had grown up with it, whereas. That, I feel like, is one of your childhood go-tos, whereas I could watch NeverEnding Story or Willow like a thousand times that you're not as into because you were a little older. Speaking That's of, one of your young people movies. Speaking of stuff that we're not going to have at the library on time, are you excited for the Willow TV series that's coming? What? Oh, yeah. Disney Plus. Um, in product, or they're in uh, the writing stage now. They got No, it. I'm not excited about that. Don't take my favorite childhood memory and butcher it. They got everybody back. That still does. Wait, stuff. really? Yeah. Everyone. Is Val Kilmer in it? Yeah, he's signed on to do it. But Mad Mordigan? I don't think he's going to be in it very much. He's probably going to be like the fat king dude sitting behind making smarmy comments. You're but he's very gonna, judgy. Yeah. No, it's going to be judgy. It's going to be mean, based on Warwick Davis. He's going to be the star of the show. I love Warwick Davis. And it's going to pick up, uh, you know, what twenty something years after the original one, where the little baby's going to be running stuff and probably doing a terrible job. Aurora, that was her name. I haven't watched Willow in so long. I it's really good. Anything. What'd you just say? What? I'm sorry. Were you, were you gonna say something negative about Willow? No. Yeah. All right. No. Don't forget. You go back home because I know it's your day off. But I will return <laughs> at some point. Like I will end up there. No, I do love Willow. I just have a hard time watching it now because I have just seen it a million times. All right. Give us one more. Give us one more. One more terrible one. Or yeah. One more something a, good. Give us a terrible one that See, Michelle admitted hates. that it's terrible. No, he's I feel just, like that was a breakthrough. No, he only no. said that because he loves you and he knows you think it's terrible. He's Tell us something that is your favorite, whether I like it or not, that you think people have to watch. That they haven't watched? Yeah, if they I have, haven't. I guess. I've watched uh, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead no less than 200 times. So I love I've, that movie. We just watched that within the past. I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a solid movie. Um, wait, what's the line that I can't? Right on top of that, Rose. Right that's on top of that, Rose. Yeah, that's, that's a very good line. <laughs> All oh. right. Come on. Oh, that people haven't seen. It's impossible. There's just... Maybe they just haven't seen it in a long time. I mean, Beastmaster's great. Oh, there's a good one. I haven't yeah. thought of in a while. Oh, I think of Beastmaster probably way more than I should. Mm-hmm. The Outsiders, I absolutely love. That was my a go-to for... That was a great book. Zachary just read that book and loved oh, it. Yeah. I mean, he's Boy, 14. how much of a jerk does Ralph Macchio feel like going back looking at that cast, right? He's like the only one who didn't do really anything afterwards. Well, did you ever see the one thing that went... He was went the karate kid. What are you talking about? Yeah, but what did he do? 
post Karate Kid. He, he just accepted the royalties and lived a full life. He disappeared until it was time to do the Deuce and uh, the, another Karate Kid TV show, mm-hmm. which apparently is good. I but don't know. Did you see the thing online? Maybe Crack did it. That really Ralph Macchio's character is the bad guy in the Karate Kid movies. I did hear that, and that's all. Some people are actually agreeing with that because he's kind of being a jerk. They make an excellent argument. He was like bullied. What did he do? No, he starts everything. He starts the fight with Johnny on the beach. He, oh well, boy. he's that's, never. I actually kind of blame. Uh, what what's an her argument, name for you that guys. One. I yeah. blame what's her name on that one. Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, uh, what, what is she doing bringing her new weird boyfriend to her thing? With her I, I would just like to say that I have seen Adventures in Babysitting probably more times than any other film with Elizabeth Shue. So much so that my sister and I had it memorized, and then we used to take characters and then speak the lines while the movie was on. It used to me drive my mom crazy, I uh, think. I love the idea that you're waking up in the morning and putting on your stereo and just dancing around your room playing out the opening scene of the And then he kissed me. Yes, I have done that. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to lie about it. I'm not ashamed. It's pretty great. Okay, well, Andrew, wow. It, we really appreciate it's you It's really coming. been a blast. It's not yeah. so bad, right? Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> Can I just no. say, our next guest is Dawn, who's fanning herself off because she's covered in sweat because she's nervous. So we had um, another guest that was supposed to be on today, Samantha. Her kid ended up getting strep. She couldn't come in. I called Dawn. She's our pitch hitter, and I think she's going to hate me forever from it. But, yeah, let's actually, let's let's do that. We're going to hear it for Dawn. Hi, Dawn. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dawn. Thanks for having me on your show. I'm very honored to be on your 100th episode. Are you honored? Or are, are you miserable that I... I begged you to come no, in. Very I honored. I can't you guys believe how many pros. people we fit with that audience in this room right now. I mean, it's incredible. You're going to keep that gig going? Of course. You just heard them. I'm not making like, anything up. Oh, great. Andrew's still in the room making. That sounded like, like a monster. It didn't sound like a crowd. It sounded like a lizard. It's another one of those future Highlanders that came back. So Dawn here, A, I love Dawn. B, she is my literally speaking buddy, so she helps me pick out the titles, do all the book club stuff. Dawn liked I thought it was Cod. Cod. Did you say your favorite book wrong? <laughs> what? I can't wait for the sequel, Bass. And so, Dawn, can you describe what is your job at the library? So, I do graphic design for the library, promote library events, and design exhibits. And I have an awesome job because I get to mix art and reading. That's cool. My two favorite things. Her job's better than our job. It is better than our job. <laughs> kind, of, kind of depressing, actually. <laughs> so what I also love about it, Dawn is she is the harshest book critic of anyone I know. So I, I follow her on Goodreads. Dawn, what does it take for a book to impress you? Because well, every book that we read in the book club, you are a three stars max. You are stingy with star four and five. Well, I did look back at Goodreads to see what some of my high scoring books were, and there was actually a ton. Is that right? But not as of recent. I'm in a little bit of a book slump right okay, now. Okay, so what yeah. are some of the maybe best things you've read that you think people are missing out on and that they should read? Stones from the River is one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, we, we read that Hagee. in book club. Uh, Pope Joan is one of my favorites. I know not everyone loved that in our book club, but... That's okay. one of my faves. Who's the and author on that? You don't know? Can't remember. Okay. And The Red Tent by Anita Diamant is a wonderful book. I can think of the covers. Yeah, it's probably, probably a red tent on the one. Stop it! <laughs> He's right, though. I know no, he, right. I don't even think I that think he is. I think it's a woman in a Andrew, do you want to step outside and greet our next guest out there? Hang out there. Have him, let him come in, but tell him to be hush-hush. Thank you. 
But okay. I did want to mention three of my favorite books that then also were awesome movies, and also you can check them out at your local library. You know, that's appreciated. Not everyone not everyone came with things like that. I, I didn't even come with one that you can actually get here, so I'm, <laughs> I'm not arguing it. Okay, what? The Book Thief, Unbroken, and Wild. Three okay. awesome books and three great movies also. They're super popular. Give us something people don't know about. What's your weird dark secret book? Do you have one? I kind of hope that the book thief uh, has a high stealing rate from libraries just for, you know, symmetry's sake. It'd be ridiculous if it didn't. I know. Are you done? I I don't even want to. I don't want to even encourage you at all with these things. You never encourage me. Although, who wrote the book Steal This Book? Was that Abby Hoffman? Yeah. Yeah, see? And people people definitely stole Mm -hmm. it a lot. But when, you know, when you title that. Do you want to get him a chair? Thanks, appreciate it. And just to uh, counter some of the masculinity that was going on earlier, I'm going to bring in some Jane Austen. Thank you. You love Jane Austen. Love my Jane Austen. I know there's lots of fans. It's always good to go back. I think I've only read one. Haven't read Jane Austen in my life, and I thought it. I thought it was fine. Only. I went to the uh, the movies the other day, and they're making another Emma. They are. I'm very excited for that. Oh yeah, I saw that. That actually looked pretty cute. Okay, and I know you. I know you love watching movies, but you have a hard time finding things you like. First That's off, true. though, I'm really sorry that Anne with an E. Anne with an E. They don't. That canceled, right? It did. But I know you seasons, loved that show. Yeah, that's not at the library yet. That's only on Netflix. Oh but boy, I highly recommend What's wrong that. <laughs> I know you. Should be the Netflix canceled. We will get them all eventually. It's Netflix's fault. I want to talk about Stranger them. Things for a little while while we're at it. Everybody. Stop it. That's <laughs> at least in the library. Yeah, that's true. Oh, we, we got first couple seasons. We finally got one. Okay, but what else have you seen? Did you watch that movie? I told you to watch that Britney Runs a Marathon. Did we talk about that? I watched that okay. one. Well, I don't want to talk That's to a, you about it. I know. You never brought it up to me. What the heck? Well, it's it was not a good like movie. I, yeah, I found it, it very motivational. You want to? You can do a marathon with me this year, Michelle. No, I literally fun? can't. We can do the New no, York Marathon. It's just not. It's not real life. That's not real life. My husband's right there still. Hey, babe, can I run a marathon? Ooh, that's a pr- that was a pregnant pause right there. <laughs> it's because he was like, oh, I'm being recorded. Posterity's sake here. <laughs> All right, Don, what are some of your other favorites? What's like a favorite movie of yours? A uh, favorite movie that I'm going to plug is The Way, Way Back. It's a wonderful sort of coming of age. Steve Carell oh, is in it. Oh, I love he's, that movie. He's not he's a, a good guy. He's, a, he's, he's not a, a good guy. A, yeah, not a nice guy. But It's kind of hard watching him like that. It is. But that's a great movie. Just, that is very good. Yeah. Did you ever see Dan in real life? No. You should watch that. That is Steve Carell, and he's adorable. Oh, she's making a note. I know. I, we're actually inspiring somebody in real time. Here. Have you seen Dan in real life? Uh, yeah, that's the one where he's got his head on the pancakes, right? Yes. Yeah, I remember that. That movie. is correct. It, it was fine. Unfortunately, it has Dane Cook in it, but... Yeah, it does. Anything with Dane Cook, I immediately, like, get grossed out. I'm glad that guy disappeared. He didn't disappear. He's now dating, like, a 19-year-old. Oh. Creep. What a creep, Dane Cook. Come at me, Dane Cook. If Jacob calls you a creep, that's yeah, legit. That's Because I feel terrible. like maybe your standards are a little lower than some Slide out of whatever dumpster behind Madison Square Garden. Okay, fan him down. All right, easy with Dane Cook. I didn't know what I was unleashing. You know what? That oh, was actually boy. a more original and better joke I just said than anything Dane Cook's come up with in the last... I don't know. 100, long, 100 long, episodes of this. this longer than his girlfriend's life. been alive, I could tell you that much. Are you excited to be on in a minute, Tony? Because this is what we're bringing. <laughs> you're, not, you're, not, you're not a Dane Cook fan, are you, Tony? Because no, if you I are, know. that's, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> oh, look, my dad just texted me. Congratulations on your 100th podcast. Yay. Isn't that nice? That's awesome. That's nice. Okay, well, I'll also done. put a plug in. I'm a big fan of nonfiction, especially if it's a story about someone, because sometimes... 
true life stories can be better than fiction. Sure. And I'll um, plug a few different books under that heading. The Prize Winner of Defiance, Ohio is a great book about a mom who writes jingles to help feed her 10 kids. Whoa. It's very funny. It's not a serious, yeah, it's funny. Okay. And the Powder Puff Derby is about women who flew planes across the uh, United States before there was ever even like dials in the plane and stuff. So, you know, I got to give a shout out to all my sisters. Hope there was, <laughs> hope there was at least like a fuel gauge on there. Yeah, I think that's about it. <laughs> the one thing that I'd want for it. sure. Yeah, so definitely, I think, uh, check out a nonfiction book today. I'm all. I'm a big nonfiction person. I think I used to feel that I enjoyed fiction more, but then when I would go through my lists of all of my like all-time favorite books, most of them end up being nonfiction books. With you there, I'm like currently reading Console Wars again. So like I'm with you. The nonfiction a lot of the times a lot more interesting. Is that about video game consoles? Yeah, it's about oh, okay. um, Sony or Sega versus uh, Nintendo right at the beginning of the video game console wars. Who won? Oh, Nintendo crushed them. Right, not is Sega close. even a thing anymore? They are a software producer, but barely at that. It's Now it's Microsoft versus Sony versus Nintendo. Sony won last gen. Looks like Microsoft's going to win this one. We'll see how it goes. Wow, I fell asleep a little. Okay, that's cool. <sighs> Don, you have anything Louise. else? You're well, doing a great job. Thank you. Your nervousness was, wasn't necessary. The, the fact that you've come with material that we actually have here at the library, that's a 50-plus, man. I don't even do that most of the time. That is actually true. Yeah. Jacob constantly brings up stuff, and I'm like, could you make sure that we own it so I don't have to, like, rush order it from, like, this small village in Korea because it's not available anywhere because it's something similar to Highlander? I yeah, lo- that's right. I, I love when out. I do that, and I know that we don't have it, and you text me like an hour later, like "You son of a, why did you?" Yes, <laughs> I get, I get very, very angry. I'm trying to think. There was some. There's a lot of books and shows that we have in common that we always talk about, but I can't think of any of them now. Don, do you like Ozark? Don, um, I did watch some of mm-hmm. Ozark, and now that I've heard that Andrew likes it so much, I think I might revisit. Yeah. Ozark. How do you f- How do you feel about Laura Linney? Oh, I like her. That's fine. Yeah, see, I, I'm not I like as much Laura of a Linney hater too. on all the I, actors I and actresses. I just didn't like her <laughs> at all. The only thing I could think of her in was Love Actually, and I hated her character in that movie. I hate that movie so much. We're not even going to get into it. <laughs> I don't have my signs today. We can't really. <laughs> Andrew really likes that movie. He's, he's got a real I soft spot. I hate that movie because it's terrible. I have seen it. I have seen it. You, you play it all the time. No, I don't. You don't. I have, too, watched it with you. You're not on the... Get out of here. Your time is up. It was really awkward at your guys' wedding when it, you're in a vows, Andrew said to me, you're perfect, and I felt like had to be physically restrained from attacking him right in the middle of it. I'd have been really upset. I would like to just mention that um, a wedding that I performed last weekend, the groom, as part of his vows, he sang the entire song from the wedding singer that Adam Sandler wow. sings. Yeah. Wow. Somebody kill me, please. That's it's perfect. <laughs> right on cue, man. It I'm, was, I'm with you, It was buddy. cute. It was very cute. That's it cute. was a little lengthy, but that just made it funnier. Cause it was, I don't know the song. I've actually never seen that movie. What? what? I know. I've never seen The Wedding Singer. Oh. I don't know. I somehow just missed Julia that. Julia It's you got to watch The Wedding Singer. <laughs> I'm not like a huge Adam Sandler fan. I think I and went now on, I like, can't ever look at him the same way after Barrymore? Uncut Gems. She's adorable. I feel like I went on like Love six her. dates in high school to The Wedding Singer, man. That was like a good date movie. <laughs> and this is, I'm working on my surprise face. How's it looking? <laughs> I, I, you're looking pretty good. I, I, 
here's another shock. I don't think it was all with the same girl at high school. I don't believe that was the case. But Do we very- have to open that can of worms right now? Are we are we delving into your past and you're finding the, out what makes you you? You're the one busting out the wedding singer over here and never having seen it. Wow. All right. I've been properly shamed. Okay, Don, you did awesome. We're so glad Thank that you were you. here. Thank you for joining us on our 100th it. episode. I'm so excited. Good do you job, listen you guys. To the show? I do listen to the show. Just I'm a huge fan. You never know. <laughs> yeah, we never know. People always say they do. And they we're like, no, I get you? book and movie recommendations all the time from your show. Do you? Do you I check really out things do. that we yes. recommend? I make lists. Oh, yeah. Oh, see, that makes me really happy. Do you prefer the stuff I recommend or the stuff Michelle recommends? Um, I, uh, it depends what the subject matter is. I can't say it's weighted either side. I don't believe you for one second. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> you you totally seem like you're listening to Michelle. There's no show. way. <laughs> I mean, I check out some of the things he recommends, and I'm at home like, why, why, why? Why did I let him trick me again? Because he'll talk about it, and I'm like, well, that sounds pretty interesting. And then I get home, and I'm like, no, Jacob. The new dread isn't awesome. It's, it's just fabulous. dread. It he just incredible. shot people the whole movie. They just ran yeah. and shot things. What did you expect you were going to see? And you know what? I don't know, man. Wait till the TV show also coming to Netflix, Mega City One on the way, everybody. How do you know everything that's coming? Like every single thing. You consume a lot. Do I you do. sleep? I, no, I don't. That's a big problem that I have. That explains a lot. Rocking Psychologically. A nice, a nice hard three or four hours a night, baby. That's all you need. Do you really only see? Sleep four hours a night? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I would die, get right? So much done. <laughs> it's true. I would get a lot done. But yeah, Jacob's I'm like, I watch six movies in that time. <laughs> consuming worthless information to regurgitate it here on the show, everybody. I do it for the fans. Oh, I'm so mad. I had I printed out facts that I wanted to give everybody and then right. I left them. Andrew, you go get them, they're on my desk. Yeah, I'm just going to go get them. I, I, we like to end the show with facts all the time, so I have facts uh, specifically for each person that I thought that they would appreciate. Although, Don, yours are specifically for the person who didn't show up that you took their place, but I think you'll be able to relate to them just fine. All right, Don, we love you so much. Thanks Thank for being you. here. And now we're going to bring in a Tony. What's up, dude? Hey, what's going on? <laughs> so, Tony, I feel like... Yeah. Wow. Wow. People are really yeah. jazzed for you. That is impressive. I feel bills. like maybe you've never met Jacob. Have you guys met before? No. I don't think so. Jacob, no. this is Tony. Tony, why don't you tell him what you do hey, here? How's it going, Tony? I'm a senior page. Oh, pretty awesome. You got a pretty luxurious beard there. I'm liking that for sure. Thank you. He's gorgeous, isn't he? He is. Are you jealous? A little bit. Wow, there's yeah. been a was... lot of beards in here today, right, yeah. Don? <laughs> She's like, yes, I've noticed the beards. Beards everywhere. It's a. Uh, big old scruff fest in here today. Tony, what do you do as a senior page? Walk us through an hour, not a day. I don't know if I can handle that. I don't... <laughs> That's a bad It's a bad sign. Yeah, that's we'll make sure your supervisor doesn't listen <laughs> to this episode. We do a lot, actually. We make sure that everything's in order. All um, the books are all the alphabetical. Books. Here's a Al- question for yeah. you that I, I actually don't remember. I've been here too long and I don't remember the rules. They used to do a thing where if it was like so if it's MacArthur, like M-A-C, it goes obviously M-A-C, but then they used to put just the M-C books up with the M-A-Cs. Do That's they still right. do that? They did Nothing do that. before something. That's how it goes. Nothing before something. Okay. But in that think, case, yeah. well, no, I don't you're really right. agree with that. But No, I think, I think they it do. It would be M-A. M- no, I think they do M-C. Because they used to do the M-A. The M-Cs would be with the M-A's. I did not like that. Yeah, no, I, Mix and Max are together. 
Okay. So okay. then, yeah, nothing, nothing before something. So if the A isn't there, it goes first. Okay. That's so confusing, library. Sometimes it is confusing. Like sometimes when I'm looking for movies, and I'll be like, I am legend. I'm like, so it's an I, but what do I go to the second? And letter? they do the numbers too. That's, it's a hard life. You have to you have to spell the number out. And oh that's yeah. That's where it's going to be. Then you realize you really don't you know have how to, to spell. spell the numbers. Thanks. Put them at the front. Put them in numerical order. You know what? That's what I thought too. No, don't put the numbers on the front. Why? We're, we're good. Why not? Yeah, but okay, but even if you put all the numbers in the front, you'd still have to alphabetize them or you'd have like a million numbers all together. Put them in number order. Yeah, you put them in number order. It's very easy, actually. Okay, well, what if two... I don't... Just... <laughs> <laughs> I, I love how you're trying to rationalize against the idea of putting them in numerical order. I don't even order. know where we're going with this. So I think this has been a great show because A, we have Andrew who likes things that are out of print. We had Don who she didn't... She didn't really want to do it. We love you, Don. We know this was suffering. And we have Tony, who doesn't really watch movies. <laughs> no, <laughs> this, this I, is who we picked for I, the 100th I episode. I, I warned about that issue. <laughs> I, I used to. I used to. It, um, and that leads me to my favorite movie. Oh. Yeah. You have, like, an absolute favorite. I have a movie that I could put in at any time and just sit and watch it. Oh, man, I hope Are I you s- ready? I hope it's something I Are like. you ready? Please don't be Beastmaster. No, no, no. Okay. It's good luck, Chuck. We're about to fight. <laughs> Ed Wood. Oh, okay. Tim Burton's Ed Wood. Ed Wood works. I don't think I saw all of Ed Wood. Oh, I love that movie. I think I didn't like it. I should probably watch it again, though. I think I was young. Could I have missed it if I was young? Like, could I have missed the, the point? Well, I, meaning? Tony, do you think you need to know Plan 9 to really appreciate Ed Wood? No, no. I think it helps. It, it what does, is, what it does is Plan help. 9? It's one of Ed Wood's actual films. Okay. Are they, like, making it in the movie Ed Wood or something? Yes. They, okay. they kind of go through his progression as a, as a film director. What and do you love about it? Just everything. Everything. The, the feeling of the, of the film, how it was filmed. It's in black and white. Mm-hmm. It, it, Johnny Depp does a great job. This is when Johnny Depp was good, though. Yes. It's when Johnny Depp and Tim Burton were good. Remember, remember those days? Uh, is Tim Burton's uh, not a, terrible now, is he? Yeah, he is. He does oh. Alice if in Jacob Wonder- says it, it's apparently He does Alice in Wonderland movies now is basically all he does. I didn't like those. Yeah, no, Alice in Wonderland was not good. The Willy Wonka was not yeah, good. That's what he does now, and now that Johnny Depp's like persona non grata. Like, he's like, this I don't know who to sign. This is just, Jacob brings a lot of negative energy, Tony. I thought maybe you could tip the scales <laughs> since you're a little more joyful. <laughs> But wow, that is that is my go-to film. Okay, when you are watching, when which yeah. isn't a lot, which is not a lot. Why no. do you not watch a lot? It's just because you're busy in life. Yeah, but you love movies. I do. Okay, I do. Well, what I like about you is that if you, if you recommend something to Tony, I would say he does his best to then watch it. Ye- like you take that consideration. Andrew's sometimes shaking his head. No, sometimes. <laughs> okay, well, there is a movie that I recommended to you that you watched that we've talked about, which I've brought up on this show repeatedly, but I think that no one still has seen it, which is The Man from Earth. Oh, my God. Right? It was such a good movie. So low budget. All takes place in one room. Every reason that I could see why people don't know it and it should have failed, but it is a fascinating movie. The the budget is, is what would throw you off. Mm-hmm. You'd put it in and you'd be like, oh, my God. The budget is... So low because it look it doesn't look yes. like a great film. You're like, who does someone like, do this with? This? Like their their high school camcorder that right. was like in the AV club. But the story is is absolutely fascinating. Like it's just said. I really like it. It has a similar theme, Jacob. We've talked about 
how I love dinner party movies, like okay. films that take place when people are sitting around a table and talking and then things happen. Like, I really am always drawn to those. And I feel like that film has a similar idea. Absolutely. Because it's just people in a room talking, but it gets really real. Oh, no, I, I definitely have not seen that movie for sure. It's, 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 it's really good. We have it. There is a part two. Don't do that. It was meant to be a standalone. A, yeah. It was meant to be a standalone film. It did not work again. Um, but I really think you'd like, I don't know if I recommended that movie, Locke. With, um, you did recommend that. Did you end up watching it? I did not. Okay. With Tom Hardy. You, you, Don, you saw it? Oh, oh it's nice. Tom Hardy. <laughs> okay. Not a surprise you're recommending it, Michelle. I know you're a Hardy guy. It was excellent. It, it was excellent. Yes, he is a beautiful creature, and I would probably watch him in anything. I mean, I didn't watch Venom, though. I have not. my I have my limits. Why, why watch his biggest hit? I mean, why would you want to do such? Was a that thing? really his biggest hit? Yeah. Oh yeah. Venom's a huge movie. Maybe Batman was a little bit bigger, but it's Batman or Venom, one of the two. Okay, it is our 100th episode. I think you owe me. Do well, your bane. Oh, come on! You never do it. Let's hear it. It's I, our special day. Why? It's because we got our um, our hundredth episode. We have yeah, bane say say in. say it's our hundredth episode is bane. Oh, it's our hundredth episode, Michelle. <laughs> we are going to go into Gotham, and we will all, we will lead the way for all podcasts in the future. Okay, you know what? After it saying sound it, like <laughs> after doing it, I actually wish I would do it more now. It sounds like an old British man. That's what Bane is. He's an old British man in that show. That sounded like Bane had a monocle. You know what? It actually it, it goes very well with my John Lithgow. I waited 100 episodes. <laughs> I just realized I it goes can't. it goes right into the, we were talking about it earlier, uh, with my John Lithgow Progresso Soup commercial-like voice. It's kind of the same thing. What? Extra chunky Progresso Soup. <laughs> <laughs> Lithgow. That's John Lithgow from the Progresso Soup commercials. That, so put those two together. You're so bad wow. at this. You should be on Jimmy Fallon just as like the worst impressionist I ever. Should that's actually make the show better? Oh my gosh! All right, Tom, but you do read a lot, yes? I do. Okay. Yes. What are some things that people are missing? My. F- all right, I'll give you my favorite book first. Do you really have favorites? I have a really hard time picking favorites. I love that you can do that. Okay, I have favorites. After I read them. Okay, you're like, this is my favorite right now. So right. people constantly take over the number one spot. But as of right now, Moby Dick. Wow, really? Yes. That's an old school title right there. Yes. You know, I've never read Moby Dick. Andrew, have you read it? I have. <laughs> Don just, Don just mimed the falling asleep. I love it. It's a story, you know, it's about obsession. Okay. And it, it's, yeah, it's long. It's definitely long. How long? Are we talking like How 600 pages or 1,200 pages? Not 1,200. Eight. Okay. Yeah. 800? Yeah, about eight. Okay. And it's awesome because he was Mel- Melville was nowhere near an ocean when he wrote it. He was staring at a wheat field. Okay. That is actually pretty interesting. Yeah. Wow, Moby Dick. Yeah. You not, to- not what I would recommend to start with with Melville, but I understand why you love it. What would you recommend? Yeah, what's All right, your... let, no, that's okay. You, oh. we're gonna go. We're gonna trust Tony. Don't you listen to him? Don't no, you let I his just, library himself push you around? <laughs> Should go uh, check out In the Heart of the Sea as well. That's the uh, the Chris Hemsworth Moby Dick movie that just came out. Yeah. That's quote unquote the real story. Oh, is that the movie where he gets gross skinny? Yep, that's the one. That's that's like disturbing see, looking. It was a, it, Nathaniel Philbrick okay. wrote that book. Uh-huh. I have a real issue with. Books oh. being put to film. 
adapted to film. Is that right? Now that is interesting. That's a good topic, right? Do you always dislike them, or you don't like that they do it in general? What's your beef? My beef is it's not meant to be watched on a screen. Hmm. It's you're supposed to create the images and everything yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, controversial opinion. They're meant to be read, not watched. Hmm. So okay. My do you avoid them, or do you see them just to make yourself angry? I do avoid them, and here's here's the issue I have with it is, I will get a disgustingly high paid actor's face stuck <laughs> as that character. That is a problem. I will agree with that. Like once you see somebody in a movie in a book, you're just stuck with That's that it. image. Do you know that I have actually found, and this is really terrible, that I was much better when I was young than I am now creating characters in books i tend to when i read a book i pick like a celebrity to Mm. think of you do i do because they'll be like oh she's really pretty and she has dark hair and small features and i'm like all right just natalie portman i'm just gonna picture natalie portman i've never because otherwise they're not defined enough like my imagination i guess is trash when it comes to people because i'm like i don't i don't know what she looks like who am i gonna picture someone i know that's just weird so I picture a celebrity. Maybe not so much a face, but I put more of a personality to a shape. Okay. If Would, that makes sense. So my favorite author is Cormac McCarthy. So how do you feel about, like, No Country for Old Men or The Road? Books that were, like, super faithful to their book adaptions, but then kind of got busted onto the screen. I I'm still gonna, think it takes away from the I mean, I can agree with Tony with The Road. The Road was just a better read because my mind created yeah. darker, scarier things. But No Country for Old Men was such a good movie. I felt like that was very, very close to the book. It was ex- it was exactly like the book. They only took Javier out- Bardem though, like because you were like whoever, like when you see that movie, I was like, well, whoever I was picturing in the book. I was just wrong yeah, because it, was it is Javier Bardem with that haircut. But like, were you wrong? See, that's the thing. Were you wrong? I mean, technically no, but I feel like mine wasn't as cool. Like when I saw that, it would be <laughs> like if I drew something and then you drew something. I'd be like, no, 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 that one, that one <laughs> looks better than what I created. We, but I get what you're saying. I'm definitely one of those annoying snobs who's like, <laughs> the book was better. Yeah, but you're Andrew, like, but it, Andrew but it was. always gives me trouble with that. Do you? You give him a hard time? I do. He does. He's just giving everybody a hard time. I don't watch TV. You don't watch TV at all? So you have no idea what TV shows are going on? He has has no idea. See, I would have thought for sure we had a young Sheldon fan here. He's like, (laughs) ouch. That is, now you're cutting deep. Of all the horrible things we've said about <laughs> people on the show. It's the worst thing I could think of. I know people Sheldon. love it, and they loved the Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. That was just a humor that was lost on me. Like, I, we, I would literally be like, sit down and watch it, and then it would end, and I was like, I, all those jokes were terrible to me. But I know that it is beloved. You know so what? I, you know everybody's what I love? allowed to love what they want. I love when people are like, I wonder what's going to happen on this week's Law and Order NCIS. I'm like, oh, probably the same thing that happened last week. <laughs> only with but like, that's what show. happens on SVU, but I love that. If SVU was on, I would watch it, even though I'm like, someone is going to be horribly assaulted, murdered. And then, and then Ice-T pops in. So what you're trying to say is somebody's <laughs> going to be horribly murdered and assaulted. Yes. And then you're like, what a great show. <laughs> like, I'm totally on board. I, I see why this has been on for 75 years. I miss I miss Elliot, though. Stabler and Benson were meant to be together. I kind of lost interest. I don't know what you're talking about. Me like, What are these words you're How saying? How dare you? This is like, that show's been on for like 22 seasons or something. Like, you have to it. just know something. You might not watch The Simpsons, but you need to know who Bart Simpson I know is. I feel like that's just the world. I know Christopher Maloney's on there crushing it. Right. Are you talking about Law and Order? 
It's all the same thing. <laughs> because oh. the only thing I know from that is like the ending of the theme song. Bum bum. Yeah. Bum bum bum. Can we at least agree it is the best theme song of all? It's a great theme song. I don't think everybody's going to argue that point. All right. We're pretty much, this is what always happens to us, but we are running out of time. Is there anything you want to send us off with that we're going to run out and get from the library right now, Tony? Like, holy moly. Um, actually, I just read a book called Scythe. Scythe? By uh, uh, I can see the cover. Neil is it Schusterman. orange? Is it orange? It's red and orange. white. Oh, well, together maybe that makes sense. <laughs> and I just finished that last night, and it's a great book. It's a YA book, right? It's a YA book, yes. I've read some of his YA stuff. Yes. He's a good author. Does it have a scythe on the book yes, cover? Yes, yes. All right. I love when they do that. They actually made it work. Yeah, I'm... When I was a youngster out in South nope, Wales, nope. I used to clean out an entire No, nope, we're not doing that. So, um, <laughs> Jacob, why don't you do a very quick plug us up, and then I have some facts for everybody, and then you guys can come back over to receive your facts. So They're don't forget, everybody, that 70% of what we talked about in All Booked <laughs> Up is going to be available at your local library. We have, we have 37 branches all over Erie County. Stop on by any of them. Tell them what you want. We'll get it for you, no problem. Also, why don't you go ahead and hit our website, www.buffalolib.org. Check out where the bookmobile is going to be this week. And uh, So cash. Yeah. It's so cash. I love it. And don't forget to follow us on All Booked Up Pod. I will have posted some pictures of our very attractive guests. And you can see my sash, which is obviously the most important part. I also, okay. also want to give a shout out to our, our live studio audience. Congratulations, everybody. Yeah, you got some that's a, that's a really you good did a great job. Okay, so we like to end with some facts. Oh, that first one's for me. The first one is for you, Andrew. You weren't supposed to see this, but the world's most expensive hot dog costs one hundred and sixty-nine dollars. Nice. Don't. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> so the Tokyo Dog Food Truck in Seattle, Washington, charges one hundred and sixty-nine dollars for their Junibon, making it the world's most expensive hot dog. It includes smoked cheese bratwurst, butter teriyaki grilled onions, miyatake mushrooms. Wagyu beef faux gras, shaved black truffles, caviar, and Japanese mayonnaise on a brioche bun. Wow. That's that's, a, that's disgusting. That's, that's, an is disgusting. <laughs> that's an expensive wiener right there. And then Andrew, this one is also for you. And let's see if I can say this. It's Shamama Shamama. Shamama. <laughs> it's, it's a Georgian word from the country, not the state, meaning I accidentally ate the whole thing. <laughs> so <laughs> this is a real thing. There is no English equivalent to it, but it is a word that people use often. It should be used if you just bought a $169 hot It's true. <laughs> Believe me, Shamama shama. <laughs> That's eating an into, eating all the food you didn't intend I to eat. I accidentally ate the whole thing. I'm saying you don't accidentally eat the whole thing of anything. But we just anyway. call that the Minnesota. That's basically what that is. Okay, Don, coming at you, a.k.a. Samantha, but you, you'll relate to this. So, did you know that high heels originally were designed for men? Right? So it, as of obviously now it's identified as a female fashion staple, but they were first designed for men at the end of the 16th century. Um, Persian-inspired style was all the rage in Europe. So the, this is coming from the Getty Museum that heels were created um, and they were considered very, very masculine and a great way to boost your height a few inches. And I want to know 
how we got screwed and how that switched <laughs> because heels are the worst. And I would be so happy right now if you three bearded men were wearing heels. <laughs> I, I, I got to walk up and down a hurdle every year in heels, man. It stinks. Oh, I don't know how you run. guys. Yeah, I do that. Oh, uh, you run in heels? That walk a mile in her shoes yeah. thing. I do that every year because my brother is the organizer for it. Let me tell you, not fun. What a hero you are. And also, and I mean, everyone can appreciate this. Actress Betty White. We all love Betty so yeah. very much. Who was born on January 17th. 1922. So that means that Betty White is literally older than ballpoint pens, microwaves, electric razors. She's older than instant coffee, traffic signals, rubber tires, frozen food, sunglasses, and literally sliced bread. <laughs> Betty White is literally older than sliced bread. I would good. love to have been there when they came up with that revelation. He's like, you mean I, like, I don't need to slice this bread? <laughs> <laughs> I just rip it, shove it in mouth. Um, okay, and then Tony, I feel like we would be connected in this level that, did you know naps can save your life? Dun, dun, dun. So research has found that a midday nap can make you more creative, focused, and fresh for the rest of the day. It can also reduce your risk of heart attack. Um, specifically, those who regularly nap were found to be 37% less likely to die from a heart attack or other coronary ailment than those who worked throughout the whole day. That is outstanding. We should be able to, like, petition that. Yes. Take a Midday si- work naps. There should be work naps. Go take a little siesta now, man. It's been up too early this To morning. live. And Tony, this one is terrible, but it's really specific to you. But did you know that the human heart beats more than 2.5 million times in the average lifetime? Wow. So, but yours beats faster. So I was thinking yours probably beats, like, 3 million. <laughs> Which I was like, that's just, amazing. Just a million extra? Just a little bit extra. Yeah, so most human hearts beat an average of 60 to 70 times per minute and 100,000 times a day. So it's 35 million times a year, 2.5 billion during a lifetime. Wow. That's oh, a lot man. of work. That is a lot of work. Right? Oh, you guys, this is so nice. Yay, real, real applause. We made it. Thank you for being here on our 100th episode. Yeah, thanks, we love everybody. you all and keep listening and we'll catch you next time. Bye.